Hi, and welcome to episode 254 of No Crying in Baseball, the, the O's bandwagon has cocktails episode. My name's Patty, and I'm here with my friend Potty Mouth and Cocktails. How are you, Potty Mouth? I'm barely hanging in by a thread, but I appreciate you bringing the cocktails. And I just want to point this out for the listeners that Patty is doing her best. So any O's fan out, of, out there. Doing her best to woo me onto the O's bandwagon. Can you say O's fans plural? Like O's you said, fan. <laughs> so you want O's fan out there? I think there are did more. I say fan? You did. We're winning okay. people over right and left, and so are the Orioles. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. That that place <laughs> that that place. Well, I don't know about us. Hopefully, we are too. The Orioles definitely are. That place was packed with orange. Um, and I mean, I can't say anything bad about O's fans. Some of my nicest friends are O's fans. Um, but but it's just I can't I can't do it yet. I can't. I'm still with the with the miserable Red Sox. There's some nice there's some highlights there. But I I am appreciating this cocktail with the happy bird. The, the you know I've been interpreting this dude as like a side eyed bird, like a ha huh, you doubted us. Look at us now. Like every time I see him in one of those lists when they have the caps of all the teams and then there's uh -huh. the bird like uh -huh. here I am uh -huh. don't doubt me you know what I'm not going to be able to unsee that now mm -hmm. I always thought it was just like cheerful like baseball is fun you know mascot oh, no. but now he's now, smirking he's smirking now this it's is... like you doubted us you people who laid down your bets yep. at the beginning of the season because you know the baseball told you to bet stupid yeah um and now I gotcha right right now right. I gotcha um, yeah, so um, we do have um, we have an official cocktail. I got um, lemon verbena in my CSA box. I never know what to do with it, so I just Googled lemon verbena and the word cocktail, and I came up with this one, which is actually it's a it's a gimlet, and it's very delicious. And I think mm -hmm. we're just gonna, I'm going to call it the bandwagon from here on out. It's, it's the official house cocktail at my house for the rest of the summer. I know it's the end of August, but you know, okay, I'll, I'll do what I can. So can, can I drink bandwagons without hopping actually on the bandwagon? So the secret ingredient is the enticement to be on the bandwagon. So yes. <laughs> Feel free to drink it, and we'll see what happens later. <laughs> well, then, then there's like, how many will will Potty Mouth drink, and then make her sign a contract <laughs> saying that she's officially on the bandwagon. We can They're, tell by looking. Right, Don't right. worry. So, you know, mm. speaking of my ineptitude with the Orioles, last week I mispronounced the new hot rookie dude. Although I did give him a little bit of appreciation. He's he's. I don't know how has he been doing since then. Well, I'm going to tell you All a right. story about magic. Okay. Him. All right, so so we'll get there, I guess, in the show. But from the corrections department, I immediately heard from the corrections department, aka uh, junior, junior potty, potty mouth. mouth. Yeah. <laughs> so who also I appreciate this about him. He gave me like some helpful hints because this was via text that his name is Stowers, like st ow, like you got hurters, not stowers, like stow, like. Like, uh, like, put, like put it away. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's Stowers, and we're going to, I guess, keep our ears open for Patty talking about Stowers. Well, I'm going to do it right future. now, actually. Oh, right Let now. me do it right now, because um, Kyle Stowers okay. um, hurt the White Sox in, in the most romantic about baseball way possible on the, the <laughs> White Sox series, because um, he hit his very first major league home run like you do in your back backyard. It was the bottom of the ninth with two outs oh. and two strikes. And he hit a homer that tied the game and sent it into overtime. How can you not be freaking romantic about baseball? Thank you, Kyle Stowers, because he, he he brought the pain. All right. Well, I appreciate the baseball magic. So I guess I should finish the corrections department before I go into, like, of course, my very old Red Sox version of baseball ma yeah. magic, which is that my geography was slightly off. Williamsburg is, in fact, that colonial town in Virginia, whereas <laughs> Williamsport is where the little guys play baseball, which we will be talking about at the end of the show. And, and you've, you've been to Williamsport. Yes, we have driven through it. We yep. did see, like, Little League, what was it? 
museum happens here. Little League. Yep. yep. All that good stuff. Yeah. And I have not been to Williamsburg, so go figure. Um, quick New York story before I get to Carl's. Okay, Carlton cool. Because this, this goes along. Yeah. It's, it's more Junior Potty Mouth, who um, spent yesterday at the New York State Fair, apparently, really? and sent me a photo of this sculpture, which is basically honoring Title IX. Nice. It was really cool. And I, and I texted back and said, please tell me that's sculpted out of butter. And he texted back and said, it is. Wow. So it's a giant, like, life-size, you know, athlete's celebrating Title IX made completely out of butter. I love me a state fair. Yeah. So is there really good – I mean, it's New York, not Maryland, but they must still need some air conditioning or some major I imagine chilling. there's some chill in the right. exhibition hall where the butter sculptures are. Which must make it very popular. Like, go in, see the butter, get to cool off. Sure enough. Sure and then, enough. So and, Title IX and butter. What, what, what could go wrong? And then the last day of the state fair, they have to have, like, a pancake breakfast or something. <laughs> and then melt the heck out of all. Everybody can eat the butter. <laughs> <laughs> or popcorn. Right. Oh, I think I think we've got a right to the people at the state fair. All right. So, so back to my favorite kind of magic, which is very, very old, like me, Red Sox magic. I was listening, surprising absolutely no one, I was listening to the Red Sox game the other night. And they told a story about my hero, my childhood favorite player, Carlton Fisk, and that his famous moment was in the game six of the 1975 World Series. They had gone into extras. It was the, the 12th inning. And he hit the winning home run to go to game seven and then watch them lose painfully but he hit that he got that home run and he waved it fair and the miracle of that moment is that the the camera was on him waving it fair and i never thought about the fact that the camera was on him and not on the ball going out of the park which is what usually happens when someone hits a home run so apparently there were two factors involved in this one was that it was a very misty night and the other is that the, there was a rat <laughs> on the floor what? near the cameraman freaking the guy out so he could not actually huh. – he couldn't see through the mist, but he also couldn't think enough to really register what to do with following the ball. So he just kept it on Carlton Fisk, and we have that wonderful moment. And my, my favorite quote from that was, shout out to the rat. Nice. Yes. Nice. I like it. On today's show, we've got boyfriends past, present, and possibly future. We've got tats and hot mics. We've got new and improved MLB schedule. At least one of us thinks so. We've got the police blotter featuring booze and phones. And we've got Little League and international baseball. Cheers. All right. It's way too long until we get to booze. From Actually... Luckily, oh, we have not that a kind cup. of booze. Okay. Oh, oh booze. no, booze like booing. I was like, <laughs> go figure that you heard it like adult beverage. Oh, shocking again, shocking no one. Well, well, yeah. I mean, I'm saying it. I think probably everyone defaulted to adult beverage, so it's not that. I'm sorry to spump, but don't worry. We have plenty of the other kind of booze to help us get there. Well, and the wonderful thing about that moment is that is now like melded in my mind. So whenever we talk about booze, I'm going to grab a drink. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh no. All right. So one thing that we do on our podcast is we talk about our baseball boyfriends. These are the guys that we choose in the offseason because there's something super cool about them. We each choose one guy per team and talk about them a lot. So if you like the guys that we talk about as our boyfriends, go back to our offseason episodes and hear their backstories. There's really cool stuff. And uh, we have several seasons of boyfriends. So we tend to talk about boyfriends both from this season and previous seasons. And I have been neglecting my current guys, 
Luckily, Arolis Garcia jumped into my view because 20 is the magic number. He is my current pick for the Rangers, and he was the first MLB player this season to hit a 20-20-20 home runs and 20 steals, but the big news on him, and am I allowed to say this out loud, actually, because it's a current thing that's going on so maybe i can't say the actual word maybe talk around it okay then then we'll have a ruling so he's at 23 games with doing something that gets him on base that's not a walk how about that i i think that work can i say i think you're okay to talk about a streak okay i think you are all right hitting streak Hitting streak. All right, if this if this goes sour because of this, I'm I'm never gonna forgive myself. But he's at a 23. Oh, see, I thought you were gonna say I'm gonna blame you. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I, that's, that's there. I take because blame. I have led take you down blame. the garden path before. Like, <laughs> yes, go change clothes right, right now when the right. Red Sox are gonna win and then the Red Sox lose against yeah, the O's. But, but you had a personal stake in that one I because did. you wanted I did. the O's I have to no, win. No reason really... to curse Adolis Garcia. Yeah, or or the Rangers. Like, who or would not want the Rangers to do well at this point? Sure. Um. So he's been hitting for 23 games so that means he is tied with michael young and josh hamilton talk about a rangers name for the fifth longest streak for the rangers who is the record holder i thought this was fascinating gabe kapler yeah. the current manager of the giants had a 20 is that an eight my eyes are bad 28 that game streak eight, yeah in the year 2000 you, know, you can make the font bigger i should really learn about <laughs> technology look at this i'm only at 80 percent. that's really bad 100 percent at least oh that's much better oh my God, you were under 100 i'm at 125 over here because yeah, i'm old right i should be ramping it up there yeah 28 <laughs> games um also the only other Ranger with all three 20s. So this is 20 home runs, 20 steals, and a 20 game, 20 plus game hitting streak is Pudge Rodriguez. So I beloved love figure. I, I love, love so Pudge. many Pudges. So many Pudges. All the Pudge. So yay, Rangers. Yay, Aralis Garcia for being a current boyfriend who's doing something good. And I've got to remember to keep you off my bench and in my pathetic lineup well, for fantasy baseball. Speaking of that, so um, TJ Friedel has been my Reds boyfriend. He was on my bench for a while. I think he was out. I don't remember if it was the IL or if he was sent down or what it was, but he was out for a while. And then I stopped paying attention. Mm. And I should have put it back in him back in because I started getting notifications on my phone about him hitting homers and last week alone like for the last seven days he was hitting 444 his ops was 1.466 eight hits seven rbi and a three-run homer against the nationals and you know he's on my um my roster now i took him off the bench nice plan i hope i didn't curse him but there you go um the other current boyfriend that i haven't been talking about because i didn't put him on my fantasy team is gavin sheets with the white Sox, and he came back into my awareness because the white Sox were in town to play the orioles and when i talked about gavin I mentioned that he grew up near Baltimore and actually went to school, played high school ball with Cal Ripken's son. Huh. And so, like, they're all pals. So he's like a hometown boy. And last year, that story I told was last year when he came, when he got here for his first game with the White Sox, he said you know, his dad was sitting in the front row, which is his buddy Cal's seats, in the front row. So when he crossed the plate, his dad was right there and how, how important that was. Well, they were back. For a for a series, and I'm watching it on 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 this little screen. I'm like, oh yeah, that's Larry Sheets. That's his dad right there in the front row in those same wow same, same seats. So Larry Sheets played for the O's back in the '80s for a couple of years. So he could do no wrong during the series. I mean, the O's 
knocked out the, the White Sox just fine. But Gavin himself had eight hits Holy shit. against the Orioles during that series. And what he said was having family and friends here who you grew up with and in a stadium you grew up in is awesome. My dad is sitting right behind the plate so I can hear him the whole at bat. That is so cool. And it was how much better does it get to than that? You know, I couldn't look away because yeah. I knew who that was right there. That's and so, so cool. I kept watching it. And like everybody sitting around him would like leave for a minute and come back. You know what how you walk around during the ballgame. Mm-hmm. His dad never left his seat. Aww. And and any game that I watched, he was there the entire time. I thought that's the right thing to do. Yeah. I, I love that I know who that is and I love that that's happening right now. So um yay for Gavin Sheets homecoming. Yeah, I hope that's, he had somebody bring him refreshments. Pre- yeah, <laughs> I, I bet he did. All the people who walked away, I bet that's what they were doing. <laughs> All right. My question to you is who DFA's Jesus? Really? Atheists. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> or or Kim Eng. So uh, we'll, we'll get <laughs> yeah. to that. So when I first saw this notice about my bo- baseball boyfriend from last year for Last year, yes. 21 was last year. Oh, my God, math is hard. From the Marlins, Jesus Aguilar, that he was DFA'd. I was thinking, what? Why? I mean, the Marlins are out of contention. What's going on? He had a a little bit of a down year this year, but he still had 15 home runs, 49 RBI, and batting 236. In his three years with the Marlins, he led with home runs, hits, and RBI, and games played over the past three years. And he was slashing 254, so his, his average dipped some. His slash line was 254, 317, 747. So what's going on? Of course, I immediately think the worst. But King, Kim Ang, who you know clearly is somebody that we very much respect on this show, mentioned something that they are, they're out of the playoffs – so they're giving the rookies more time, building the team for le- next year. You know, Aguilar's contract is over, and it actually gives him a chance to get picked up to play in the playoffs by another team. So I, I went, huh, that's why Jesus was DFA'd. The she more is you a know. smart woman. Yeah, how about yeah, that? Sure. Yeah, so rookie Lewin Diaz, who's had not been doing well, but maybe just needs some more at-bats, and then the... the, the um, straw that broke the camel's back to actually make it happen now is that Garrett Cooper just got activated off the IL and they had been swapping back and forth previously for first base, but now he's activated. And so maybe Jesus will go to a better place. I really <laughs> wanted a good comeback for that, but I was stymied. Also, I don't want a lightning bolt to come in through your house yeah. to be just in the basement studio. Yeah, no, I, think, I think I'm pretty safe with that. Um, but I do believe we're going to be seeing more of that because if you remember – it's hard to remember because of like the weird last couple of years in the season. It used mm-hmm. to be that in September, teams called up everybody. So yeah. they got all these guys to get their at-bats and their time in the field and their experience against major league pitchers in September. Now that September expanded roster is very small. They're only expanding by a couple. I can't remember if it's like 27 or 28. Wow. The last, last couple of years. So yeah. you can't just load it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see a lot more of, well, we have to make room. If we want these two guys mm-hmm. to get, you know, a couple weeks of experience before they're gone until yeah. spring training, we have to make a move. We have to do something. So I think that that that's fair. And you're right. I mean, like, if you only read the first sentence yep. of the story, you only get so much. Right. But the back story is, makes it like, okay, you're right. This is a more strategic thing. And, you know. And somebody's going to want Jesus. Somebody yeah, always would, wants Jesus. You would think. You would think. Oh, my gosh. I saw a bumper sticker. Okay, you know our joke about hell is real when we drive to, right. to Cincinnati and we see the hell is real license plate. And now when, um, whenever 
anybody in my family drives through Williamsport, the, the way to check in with home to say you're halfway to wherever you're going is Little League Israel. Mm-hmm. I saw in the parking lot of the grocery store today a car with a bumper sticker that said hell is real on it. And that's now that means hell is real is mobile. But the important thing about it is it says, please accept Jesus. So maybe <laughs> that is that car's way of saying someone mm-hmm. pick up Aguilar. Yeah. Yeah. As long as he doesn't have to go to hell, I think we're, I think we're good. <laughs> One can make jokes about how, how, how you personally feel about Miami. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going to spend a little time talking about guys that I have a feeling are going to be on our rosters as boyfriends mm-hmm. next year. Um, J-Rod, um, Julio Rodriguez. Um, with the Mariners is looking like everybody's favorite right now for Rookie of the Year, although Sports Illustrated just did a piece on is it going to be him or is it going to be Adley, which means Adley yep. has really jumped up yeah, yes. because he was more like three, four, five, yep. um, which I'm happy to see, but I'm bitter because I thought he came up too late to get considered, so I didn't pick him yeah. where the real money is, but that's okay. But anyway, so J-Rod is 21 years old, possible Rookie of the Year, and it's now going to be a Mariner for life, mm-hmm. right? So they just, the Mariners and... And Rodriguez just signed a really complicated contract for hmm. about 12 guaranteed years um, plus options. Like there's this whole sliding scale of definitely this many. And then there's like eight years where the Mariners can get an option to renew and five years where he can option to read. It's wow. super complicated. So it's potentially, if everything works out, including him being named MVP multiple times, Mm -hmm. he could get to $470 million with his contract. But a lot of things need to happen for it to get there, which would be the largest in history, but many things need to happen. But for right now, he's guaranteed $210 million, which is the highest for someone with under two years of service time. So either way, he's breaking some records. And what he said was... um, so he, so he's he's Dominican, and he said this is important in a minute because it feels very cool to just drive around the city and see number forty four jerseys. He said, and it really touched my heart because I come from a place Loma de Cabrera, twenty thousand people. Wow! And there was more people in the stands yesterday than in my hometown. Whoa, that's crazy! So it feels pretty special to me. That is crazy. Wow. I just saw a um, an Instagram post on David Ortiz's feed with his sort of arm around him and, and Ortiz dressed in a really snazzy suit, basically giving him a big shout out about, yeah, Mariner's got a good guy. He wasn't giving him some bodacious. Bootylicious. Bootylicious. No poppy can. No poppy cannabis, at least in the picture. Yeah, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad they're being smart about that. So <laughs> O'Neill Cruz is the other guy that you know we're looking at for next year um, with the Pirates. He yeah. is one large and powerful man. <laughs> and I'm just going to say he was in the news this week because um, at home at PNC Park versus the Hammers, he hit a single that left the bat at 122.4 miles per hour. It was a single because it hit the right field wall and bounced back. Holy And it was so shit. fast he couldn't get past first base. Also, he watched it for a second because he thought it was going to go out. But ironically... That wall is a little bit higher than the other wall because in honor of Roberto Clemente, it's 21 feet tall instead of six feet tall. So it bounced off the wall. Um, But that is the hardest hit ball in the StatCast era since they've been measuring these speeds. And that means at least since 2015 that people have measured. He's beaten out Giancarlo Stanton, who is known to us as Mr. Forearms. Um, 
so uh, Brian Snicker, the, the manager of the Hammer, said it's a good thing it hit the wall. Yeah. He said if, it, if it were thinking. any higher, it probably would have hurt somebody. Yeah. Right? Because there there's no netting straight out there. Um, but also, it's not just his bat. It's also his arm. Because in July, he had what has become the fastest infield assist. He threw a ball at 97.8 miles Holy per hour shit. just across the infield. He's also, just a fun fact, that we'll repeat next year when one of us picks him <laughs> as a boyfriend. He's also the tallest shortstop ever, S67. But he's got no control over that. But the whole bat speed and arm strength thing oh boy yeah well that's taking the short out of shortstop yeah you have to call him a tall stop or something <laughs> something like that wait t- say it in spanish but it's it's like the ah uh, campo the, corto camp- which which is like short field short field okay. campo corto yeah okay, thank you so that's o'neill cruz all right talking about other tall people who i have a much lower opinion of yeah Aroldis chapman so wait what's his name uh F- rolled his fucking chat. Thank you. Yeah. Can you oh, use the phone name, oh my please? god! I I can't believe I blew that. So you know, I was just thinking when I heard about this. Does anyone know where to get a safe tattoo in the state of New York? So between the two of our kids, I don't know how many tattoos there are. There are a bunch. There are multiple tattoos in all of those tattoos and their friends. So let's just like expand this. All our new our our kids and their friends who live in New York have a shit ton of tattoos. I think that's the right, um, yeah, the, the, right. the measurement to, to Might use. Might be a fuck ton. Might be that much. Wow. Could be. But I have not heard of any infections among all of those mm. kids who do not have a lot of disposable income because these are college students, right? They're safe and sound. They're clean teens. Meanwhile, the world is Chapman... During the season, apparently decides to get, it's got to be a big-ass tattoo, on his leg... And this has now landed him on the 15-day IL because of an infection. So I was... Couldn't happen to a nicer guy. (laughs) Right. Right. So a little bit of, you know, backstory in Aroldis Chapman. I think when we talk about the never going to be a boyfriend guys, it's always important to know why they're never going to be a boyfriend. And Aroldis Chapman really is way up there. And we were talking about Jury's Familia last week and having a little bit more information about what he has done since his domestic violence charges. And I don't have any of that on Aroldis Chapman. And not only that, but he he not only is is accused of having choked his, his girlfriend, which there is no, you know, she didn't press charges. He did get suspended for 30 days, but he did fire a gun eight times. And if you're in an argument with your girlfriend and you fire a gun, that just right there is is horrible intimidation threatening and and he does regret apparently the gun firing but that's about all that i could find anyway this lovely man is now not playing baseball for 15 days because he made a poor decision about getting a tattoo large enough to cause an infection during the baseball season even though i bet he has a, enough money to really get quality tattoos. What is with these baseball players who are making poor health decisions? (laughs) During the season. During the season. You have resources available to you. Right. And he's old. So Aroldis Chapman does not have that frontal lobe excuse. He's old enough to have a fully developed (laughs) brain. Although he has, there's no evidence that that's true. (laughs) But age-wise, you think he would have one. You would think. You would think. You know, I, I think Yankees fans are not going to be too upset about this because he has not been stellar this year. They're going to be fine without him, but so are the rest of us. So are <laughs> the rest of us. Um, the 2023 schedule was just released 
I am excited about it. You had said that you might not be, but um, so I can't wait to hear about this. Okay. So let me just give the rundown on what that is. So this year's CBA, the Collective Bargaining Agreement, um, is what influenced this change into how games are scheduled, which is for the first time ever, every team will play every other team. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Especially if you're a fan and you want to go to games and you want to see these players in person, mm-hmm. you, often you don't get a chance to for years, it might be three or four years till that team comes to your, you know, where you are. Now you're going to get more opportunities for that. Um, I, as um, a fan of a team in the AL East, which is loaded, it is loaded. That is the hardest division, not just me saying that as an O's fan or you saying that as a Red Sox fan. It is loaded. If you look at the, you know, the the records of AL East teams, they could be rated much higher in other divisions. Winning percentage. Like the O's are like raking in the American League West for instance, but are losing in the AL East. Yeah. In fact, we just took two out of three games from Houston, the number one wow. team in the American League. We just lost today's game, but we won two in a row before that. Crazy. But, so, I mean, so the big important thing that's going to happen is there will only be 52 games within your division. So within the American League East, within the National League West, whatever whatever your division is, instead of 76. So there'll be 13 games against each division rival, each other, other team in your division. Mm-hmm. Within the league, there will be 64 games, which will be split between home and away. So everybody in the American League will have a home series and an away series against the American League. Everybody in the National League will have a mm-hmm. home series and an away series against all the other teams in that league. In the opposite league, there'll be 46 games. Um, you'll have seven home series and seven away. So you'll only have one series against every team in the mm-hmm. opposite league. So it might be home or it might be away. Um, plus, your natural rival, rival like the Subway Series or the Beltway right. Series or whatever it is where you are. You have that other team in the other league that's close to you that um, people try to force a rivalry between even if there isn't <laughs> one. Um, so that will still happen yeah. with, with like two home and two away games. Um, obviously, the biggest benefit is to American League East teams because they can play more teams in other divisions right. instead of being pummeled by the Yankees <laughs> and then splitting yeah. everything else with everybody else, even though they can beat teams easily in other divisions. Right. Right. And I think, you know, overall, to just back you up a minute before I talk about my own reasons, I think it's probably going to end up being a better measurement of the teams that deserve to be going on to the playoffs in the end because yeah. they've actually been playing everybody else as opposed to playing just a little subset mostly and doing well in that little subset and then getting to be bumped up. And, you know, like the ALEs teams – end up uh, having to struggle a lot. The reason why I don't like it is completely selfish because it means I don't get to see the Red Sox play as much in Baltimore. I went to look at the Baltimore schedule for next year and I was like, I mean, they play like at the very beginning and then at the very end. And I hate getting tickets for the very end in advance. Like if, if things are going our way, Fine. I mean, but if the O's I, are winning, well, if things m- are going our way. Maybe maybe, maybe not that way. If things but, are going the potty mouth way. Right. The potty mouth let's be way specific. is when I want to invest. There's no official no crying in baseball position on the Red Sox or the O's Absolutely. because it's smacked out every yes. single day. Yes. <laughs> but, but I do like to get like good tickets once in a while to see the Red Sox. And it's usually more affordable to do that in Camden Yards than it is in Fenway. And I like pick a game kind of in the middle. And now... You know, it's the very beginning, or the I guess it's going to be the very beginning or the very end, but it's there's not a lot of... Let me pose a question yeah. to you. But although I get to see them at Nats, so there's one more. Would you 
prefer to see your team more often and have them get pummeled by the <laughs> Yankees more and not make the playoffs? Right. Or would you rather see them one or two times fewer in the ballpark near you and have them make the playoffs? I would rather drink another bandwagon. I can help you <laughs> with that. Yeah. You, you, okay, so so that's the, that's my story on the schedule. Now I'm going to pour some drinks. Yeah, I, I clearly need more drinks at this point. So my only little fun fact about on my Red Sox watch, speaking of the Red Sox this week, is while I was watching that game, there was a hot mic somewhere in the vicinity of Christian Arroyo when he struck out and exclaimed, fuck. And at that point, it was an Apple TV, actually, crew. And they all kind of got a little little frazzled and didn't quite know how to react. Well, it was on cable. I mean, it, was it, on a, it wasn't on network. They were right. probably okay, right? They should have been. Nobody knew what to say for a hot moment until uh, one of them said, baseball can be frustrating sometimes, kids. Like thinking <laughs> that there are kids in the audience who might have been a little bit affected by Christian Arroyo yelling fuck, which oh, I just thought was hysterical. I just flashed on the story about um, – about um, Abigail, the like the, mm. the, the the Joey Votto and the um, the Jesse Winker fan, Winker yeah. fan that um, Winker fan, sorry, that you know keeps showing up at games where her favorite players you know get tossed or something right. bad, and having her mom tell her sometimes people <laughs> feel really big emotions, honey. Yep. When he flipped off, you know, double bird to the fans, like they have a lot of feelings. Yep. Yep. And yep. I, I, baseball I just, can be frustrating. I think that's true. Baseball can be frustrating, especially. Yeah. And really, if you're a Red Sox fan right now, baseball can be frustrating. Except for my little highlight, who I am so glad is back, which would be Kike Hernandez. And I hope you all aren't, aren't sick of my Kike watch. Yeah. But in the past week, he's up to th- hitting 304. His overall season average is still looking kind of sad, but he has just been crazy raking lately. So this past week, 304 with six RBI, two home runs, including yesterday. And in this uh, aforementioned Apple broadcast, one of the announcers mentioned that Kike is getting hot. And I was like, oh, honey. Oh, honey, Kike has always yes. been hot. Yeah, I, I see always this. hot. Yep, yep, I see that. And I'm, oh, I'm so that I said that out loud. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I've been drinking bandwagons, yeah, and, and I was actually emulating potty mouth because I would right. never say such absolutely. a thing. No. Absolutely. No. How about the police blotter? All right. Um, my favorite time to sit back and drink. Okay. This is the booze meaning booing. No, it's and booze not, for me. Okay. So <laughs> potty mouth and I are going to drink the booze while we talk about mm-hmm. Marcel Ozuna getting booed. So... Oh, my God, we didn't thank Susie for stepping in for me last week. Thank you, Susie. I was in Syracuse lifting heavy things, and Susie from Spicy Susie's Hot Mess and Bourbon and Baseball brand new podcast sat in for me last week, and I thought of that right now because um, you all talked about Marcelo Zuna and his DUI, which yeah. happened a week ago I on Friday. appreciated her for covering that. For, yeah, because you really don't like the police water uh, very much. I know, much. I know. You'll, I think you might enjoy this one. Okay. So Marcelo Zuna, who's not our favorite person mm. for multiple reasons, got booed by the Hammers fans at his first at-bat on Sunday. Good job, Hammers fans. Just walking right up there, they booed him. And then, of course, he got struck out. He was he struck out twice, and they booed him after the strikeout, which normally we don't condone. Right. Like, the booing as he comes up, because he's a bad man, I'm okay with. Right. Because that's not how he's playing. He knows he's, he's playing. I don't feel as great about them booing him because he struck out, because that's, you know, he knows... That's, you know. Yeah, but we don't need to encourage him for anything. So I'm kind of okay with that. 
Yeah, it's a sliding scale, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, Rodolfo Castro hmm. of the Pirates. I do not know him. Well, um, now you will because he's a second baseman for the Pirates. And he just got suspended and got fined because as he slid into third base, of his cell phone slid out of his back pocket. It flew out of his back pocket while he was sliding. Guess what? You're not supposed to have your cell phone on your person oh. during a game. So it's not just stupid because you're you're endangering your cell phone. It's stupid because you're there not are supposed rules. to have it. There is rules. actually a, a Major League Baseball has an electronic device policy. I like mm. that they call it that because it's a little bit more you know inclusive of whatever you got going on. You can have none of that on your person while you're in the game. You could. I don't know if you can have it like sitting next to you in the dugout. Maybe. But it's like an sh- SAT test. But you sure there you go, and he did. He would have gotten tossed. I mean, mm-hmm. he was a proctor would have tossed him. I yeah. think for you know, um, he had just been called up from AAA that very day, and this is one of oh, those bad timing. This is one of those. He's very convincing in his apology. Do you believe him or not? He says, in all reality, I just remember getting dressed, putting my pants on, getting something to eat. Never did it ever cross my mind that I still had my cell phone on me. After getting called up, like your whole family and friends aren't texting you, and you're maybe it's not on vibrate. Maybe he had his ringer off. I like, don't know, but he got rung up for sure for yeah. that. Um, so he he said he he appealed, which I find interesting because everybody on the planet saw the cell phone because <laughs> you know <laughs> on on camera. But he did serve his one game suspension. I don't know how big his fine was, but um, kids. Leave your cell phone in the dugout. Better yet, leave it in the clubhouse. Leave it in your locker. Leave it in your backpack. You yep. don't need it during the game. Focus on the ba- on the game. Cheer on your teammates. Pay attention. And you know that's actually what I'm about to do right after we stop recording. Is to- pay attention. Well, no, tomorrow's the worst. You're not paying attention now. <laughs> I am paying attention. I'm paying absolute attention to you. I'm not paying attention to my looming responsibilities because tomorrow is the worst day of the year for me, which means. The first day of school. And what I have but to you put love together. Your job. I love my job. I love the kids. I hate the first day of school, especially when I have to do double double duty tomorrow. I'm going to be at school for 14 hours because I get to greet the day students and the evening students. That's not great. So in so much fun, though, I what I need to do tonight is I'm putting together the little school rules presentation, which includes... Keep your cell phones in your backpacks during the class. Don't be Rodolfo. Yeah. Don't. Oh, I've there got, you I've got go. a title. They're all gonna look at me like I have two heads. But, but you can I get will. visuals. Yeah. You can get visuals. It's like, look, you can get in trouble. This can cost you money. Yeah. There you go. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Speaking of the youth, speaking of the youth, as we are recording right now, is the absolute final game of the Little League World Series, and. You know, I would go party in either of these places. I want to go party in either Curacao or Hawaii. That sounds lovely. It really does. And it's not just because tomorrow is the first day of school. Yeah, I would so much rather be in Curacao (laughs) or or Hawaii. Hawaii. And yay, appreciation to those kids. You know, little note that the weather in both of those places is probably pretty good for practicing baseball a lot. So I'm thinking that those guys get a lot of field time. Kind of like season round outdoors Mm. on the field for sure. Yeah. I wanted to give the the shout out to the other two teams of the final four who almost made it, which would be Tennessee, which also has in parts of Tennessee pretty good weather, I guess. And uh-huh. I've driven through it at least twice. Yeah, they, they've got bourbon there, right? It's near Kentucky. Um, and quote, Chinese Taipei, 
which we know is actually Taiwan, but for political reasons, which we almost saw like literally blow up recently with tensions with China, they're forced to be called Chinese Taipei in international sports competitions, which is totally fucked up. But there was a, a interview with George W. Bush. I've heard of him. Not my favorite of the presidents. Uh-huh. However, a baseball lover. And I guess I can respect him for that part. And he used their real name. Did he? He said that the Taiwan team was here and he thought that it was good for, you know, it was an example of positive international relations having Taiwan part of the Little League. And I don't know if he did that because he's old and forgetful or because he was actually making a statement that they are Taiwan. Third option? Yes. He was trying to create an, inc- an international yes, incident that the that. Democratic president would have to clean up. Possible. No, that's way too far. I, I, I think he just yeah. forgot. Yeah, there's that. Yeah. But either way, almost congratulations to either Curacao and Hawaii. And we are, you know, if, if anybody wants to send us on an all-expense paid trip to interview the teams in either of those, those locations, we will gladly accept. It's true. We've already been to Williamsport, so we'd rather go see them on location. Yes. On actual location. We could also consider Korea. Sure. In November, because so MLB has been doing this whole like international tour, the world tour, MLB's world tour. You know, we've seen them play in London. They've, you know, scheduled games in, like, in Mexico City and all mm. kinds of places right now. And now they have scheduled games in November. This is interesting. This is different than the other. The other ones are actual MLB games against between two MLB teams. So they count. Play, right? Yeah, played in another country just yeah. to get. But this one is actually a variety of MLB players hmm. playing against a variety of KBO players in Korea. This is not the, you know, the Reds, the Mariners, the right. Royals, the whoever going to South Korea to play one specific KBO team. This is a bunch of guys here playing hmm. a bunch of guys there. There's four games. There's two in Busan. There's two in Seoul. It's happening in November. It's a post-World Series. Um, it's the first time MLB players have gone to play in Korea, aside from playing as part of the KBO, yeah. but going to play against anybody in Korea since 1922. Wow. So that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. I don't think we're going to get there for this one. So my, like, lingering question on this is Yasiel Puig has been playing in Korea. Yeah. Is he going to be playing against the U.S. team? Right. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how he's doing. I haven't checked. One more international update that I forgot to actually write down here. Josh Reddick, former Astro, former Red Sox, former A's, I believe, is going to be playing in Australia. Huh. And, you know, power to him. He's a good guy. But he knows so, the language already and everything. That, right. He studied up. Studied <laughs> up. <laughs> All right. International baseball, world baseball, classic, classic. I think I've got that down by yeah. now. Classic update. Team USA is looking very mighty. But they've been getting a lot of the press go figure in this country. So I'm not quite sure who's locked up for the other teams. But Team USA also coaching staff includes Andy Pettit. For pitching, clearly, former Yankee, who I like, my my one of my favorite moments of Red Sox Yankees um, rivalry is when Jacoby Ellsbury stole home off of Andy Pettit. That's so go back into the old YouTubes and look for that one. But Andy Pettit, also very good pitcher, gonna be coaching <laughs> coaching the U.S. team. And Ken Griffey Jr., who doesn't very good like batter, who doesn't like <laughs> Ken Griffey Jr. for a batting coach? Like that is amazing. So. 
Who are the new in since we previously noted that Mike Trout, Pete Alonso, Paul Goldschmidt, Trevor Story, Bryce Harper, Nolan Arenado, JT Realmuto, and Cedric Mullins. So many of them are our baseball boyfriends. Those were the ones we've talked about previously. Now to add to that, we have my former almost forever baseball boyfriend, Pookie, Mookie Betts, and Tim Anderson, oh my your former boyfriend. And Kyle Tucker, your current my my current boyfriend, Astros my current Astros boyfriend. boyfriend. So Team USA is. I'm excited that so many players want to be involved in this. It's yeah. gonna make it fun. It's gonna be a little bit crazy. But I I haven't heard anything about pitching. So I am. I think super- they're just like doling out the information, you know, a week at a time, just to keep us interested. It's fascinating. Have you figured out how we're going to get tickets? Excited? I want to go. I want to go. We they should, I think we were kidding about it, but I think I we should seriously go. But the, the Miami people told me that they're not going to let me know until November. Susie found that loophole. Like, I should have said that I live in Miami. Do we <laughs> so, know anybody who lives in Miami and we can we? use their address? I don't know. I don't know. We need anybody out there in Miami, please hit us up. We will be your best friends, really. Like, Come with we, us. We can make breakfast. We'll bring cocktails. Patty's is we'll great. Make, like, we'll make a bandwidth. Yeah. These are good, man. And, you know, leafy greens. There's leafy Green greens, greens in this, so it's like a vegetable. Right, right. The only thing is, so, like, shout out for, like, sound issues. If you hear any, like, glicks in the in the sound, that's the ice cubes. Every time I take a sip, it's the ice cubes. That's it. Blame it on the ice cubes. So there's still two qualifiers ahead for the four remaining spots to make it into the World Baseball Classic. So the top two from each of these qualifiers actually get to go, and they're happening soon. So pay attention to see who this Team USA is going to absolutely pummel, apparently, in uh, (laughs) Germany. And also, if anybody has some travel time to go to Germany at the end of September, 16th to 21st, we're going to see South Africa, Spain, Great Britain, France, the Czech Republic, and Germany face off. And then in Panama, a little bit later, September 30th to October 5th, we're going to see Panama, Nicaragua, Brazil, Argentina, Pakistan, and New Zealand. So out of those countries, four of them will be participating in the World Baseball Classic to get beat by Team USA and probably the Dominican Republic. Dominican Republic. Yeah, I, those are going to be my, my two yeah. for sure. Yeah, Venezuela, I don't know. We'll see how it comes it's, together. And Puerto Rico Jose, also. Jose Altuve is Venezuelan. I think they announced, yeah. I was watching the um, O's Astros today, and they announced that Altuve is playing. And I, I was pretty sure they said Venezuela. Yep. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense to me. Um, where I am not doing as well as, say, <laughs> oh. Team USA is going to do in Pasha, the I can outdo that. <laughs> World Baseball Classic is our fantasy boyfriend baseball team where Bono's boyfriends has solidified first place we've got a shit i know i know the season is long but it's not as long as it used to be (laughs) so there's number one there's spicy susie's hot mess is got number two locked up again the season is long things can happen the leftovers looks pretty solid in number three and then we've got some people look closer together. Super depressed. Oh, A's fan. He moved fourth. up. He was Did at he? five. He's oh. moved up to four. Hey there, Braden. Congrats. Yeah, excellent. Excellent. And then I Zombies for adults is next. And then um, at number six, Deborah F's team, number seven, Karen's injured team, number eight. There's me hanging out there still at number eight. Number nine, the kids. Sorry, they're very distracted with what school <laughs> yeah, and things, well, things and like maybe apathy. I don't know. Um, number <laughs> 10, defense good, offense meh. And 
Potty hey, mouth. Hey. Thank you, number 11. We appreciate your service. I gotta get Aroldis Chapman off of my fucking bench. No, actually, I'm, bl- I'm blaming it on, I think, I don't know. Aroldis maybe. Chapman is not on your no, bench. No, He's a never gonna so. be a boyfriend. What are you talking about? No, no, no. Oh, not Aroldis. Fuck. I meant, I meant Aroldis the, fuck the, is the, not gonna be no, on your they, bench they, ever. <laughs> Aroldis Garcia. I'm at the end of my bandwagon. Aroldis Garcia. <laughs> not Chapman. We did not save any bandwagon for Mr. And Potty Mouth, so that should be a clue to how we're doing right now. And it's not even a road, it's a Oh, man. I right? don't know. We're at the end but of But do you it. feel better now? Uh, maybe. You were a little cranky I before, do. and I think I you feel was. better now. I feel much better. Hey, you know what makes me feel better? I finally, I knocked out the rest of the series of A League of Their Own. You saw all of it? I saw, it's only eight, it's only eight episodes, and now I, you know, I'm by myself again because Junior Potty Mouth has moved north, and, um... It was really good. It's so good. It's so, it's good. so good. I um I gotta say there is no crying in baseball, but I did tear up and I felt like I, I felt guilty about it because it was kind of like a cheap cry. Like don't cry at this. Oh God dang it! And yeah. I cried at the thing. Um, it clearly they set it up for next season. Um, oh good. They absolutely do. I'm sure it will get picked up. I really liked it. Yep. I know there's some yes and no about how it is, but um, I just for if you if you haven't watched it yet, think about watching it with your kids. Preview it a little bit. Yeah, if they're little kids, because it's a, it's racier than the movie, and I don't know absolutely. like what the raciness you know level is that you allow for your kids. So that's that's the only thing that I would caution you about. It's really it's funny. It's funny, and I think if you have friends that aren't baseball lovers but like a good story, they can probably watch it with you and be okay. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, oh, yeah. The, the, just there's some characters there that I just adore. The acting's really great. And for some unknown reason, even though we each have about forty baseball t-shirts, Potty Mouth and I are both <laughs> randomly wearing our "There's No Crying in Baseball" t-shirts today, which yeah. I thought was kind of hilarious. Maybe yeah. we'll do a photo trip, but we don't have any cocktails to take a picture with anymore because we've knocked ours out i'm just saying so do you have anything else going on this week besides trying to catch up on uh, oh my god i am just i'm you got just first, working first day of school you're I'm all just working. working i'm yeah. Yeah, first day and then the second day and then the third day and then thank god labor day weekend is on the and other and then you end get of your day week. of rest i yes. know my bible yeah <laughs> yeah eventually you yeah. get your day of rest but the three days that's the key the labor day weekend after the first week of labor right and are we going to go to this double header oh right that's could, on what day saturday on, on actual labor day oh it's on, on monday all right yeah I, I I I'm feeling optimistic. I think by Labor Day, you'll I should you'll be ready have my to... labor squared up. Your labor <laughs> squared up. <laughs> Just a bit. You'll be ready for baseball, and you know oh, I'm always. I'll ready be for rooting baseball. for the O's, and you will be too, because we'll be rooting against. I believe it's Toronto. Oh. And we both want Toronto to lose because they're ahead of both of our teams. Right. There's going to be far too math, much math involved for me to really know who I can help you with that. Can I just who tell I you should... who to root for and you'll believe me? Yeah. I mean, really? I'm going to be, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to be in the, just give me some beer and I'll yeah, be I will. Right. I'll, you know I will. Yeah. You know I totally will. We'll hang out at Checker Spot ahead of time. Or maybe after because it's going to be a one o'clock game. I don't know if they're open soon enough. But, but we're going to talk to our brewery oh, to see if they're accommodating us. Right. Because it's it's two it's 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 a it's a real double header. It's like the one ticket price. Wow, two games starting at one o'clock. We could spend all day there if we want. That's a lot of stadium beer. We're gonna be having some steady eddies or fat, yeah yeah steady eddies. Oh yeah. my gosh, yeah we're in we're in for that. But that's that's later. Right. That's later. So hey, if you have baseball to go to this week, do it. If you are staying home, watch your baseball on whatever size screen you've got. Plus, try to fit in a league of their own because we love it. Mm-hmm. I hope you love it, too. Let us know how you feel about it. Um, if you have friends or family that you think would like to hear us talk about baseball, please let them know about us. Leave us a rating or a review. If you want to talk to us online or if you have some corrections. Yes. 
Please More find corrections. us on, on, on the interweb. Where can they do that? I love your corrections. Hang out with us on Twitter at NCIB Podcast. Facebook and Instagram is No Crying B-Ball. That's most excellent. Please get that other booster so you can go to Toronto. Oh, wait a minute. You just need the, the two. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Never That's mind. Still, it'll be fun. That's fine. Fight the man is the right thing to do. Please send your game balls to Meredith. And until next week, say goodnight, Potty Mouth. Good night, Potty Mouth. With the O's wan bagging. Oh my God. Not even. Are you you recording? Did we get wan (laughs) bagging? Okay, just checking.